You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm not sure if leaving a note is going to be the best way to handle that. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I need to confront them because they did something clearly wrong. I mean... Are you gonna, so you're going to try to shame them? I don't know. I mean, they did enough damage to the point where I think that they would have to have noticed that they did something. Oh, no. I'm sure they know. They know they did it. But I don't know if shaming them is going to work. Would that work on you? I mean, I wouldn't have well, to be you shamed in the first place because well, I would you, admit to you it. You wouldn't need to for that, but say it was something else. Say like you uh, ate somebody's peanut M&M's. Would you be shamed into... Admitting I, it? I have never had the opportunity to eat someone's peanut M&M's because whenever we've had peanut M&M's, they're near you and there are never any extras. That's the right answer. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Uh, I do want to say this. You know, we're live five days a week, except for yesterday because I was out uh, sick. I'm not not 100% yet, but powering through. I don't believe Sarah's 100% either. Uh, but, you know, just wanted to get that out there so you guys know if we sound a little bit... We sound know, a little uh, congested. Yeah. That's that's. Oh, listen to me when I laugh. It. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of Beavis and Buttheads in here. So, yes. uh, but yeah, that's 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 part of the reason. It does suck when, um, you know, when entertainment is your life and then... And then you're sick. Yeah, it's really hard to really fake talk. that. Well, especially if like you need to use, even though it doesn't seem like it a lot, we do have to use our heads a little bit to try and do this. Yes, yeah, and when yeah, your yeah. head's a little foggy, it gets a little hard to follow a stream. We don't even have a stream of consciousness or a stream of crazy, kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to focus. You it. have to be able to kind of harness it in a little bit. But when you're which, sick, the crazy just kind of like blops everywhere, which is happening right now. Yes. So thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. Uh, that uh, does help us ever so much. If you are going to buy anything from Amazon. Please go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. All right. So. It's something needs to be done. Something does need to be done. I'm not going to let them get away with this. No, don't get me wrong. I am, I'm pissed off that it happened. Yeah. I'm not sure yet. I haven't had all of the evidence presented to me. So why don't you go ahead and explain what happened and we'll see what we have and then we'll figure out what the right resolution is. Okay. So I'd parked my car out in the parking lot uh, last week and I had noticed and I had left it here overnight because I think I was working at my other job or something. I had left my car here overnight, but we have a uh, parking pass covered parking lot. So it's totally fine. Yeah. So I got, so when I came back, I had like ridden my bike or rode the bus down to the studio and I looked at my car on the parking spot that it was in and I always like take care to make sure that my car is parked completely within the lines. Uh And when I saw my car, it totally looked like it was at an angle. Like it had definitely been pushed out of the lines. It was kind of on one of the sidelines. I'm like, that's weird. I know I wouldn't have parked like that. Yeah. And I didn't think anything about it. And then I went downstairs. So I came up here and did the show. Went back downstairs, and I'm like, why is that pushed over? Look, sure as shit, there's a giant hole in my bumper, and someone had bashed into the side of my car, pushed it at least a good, like, six inches to a foot over to the left, Mm. and then drove off. Didn't leave a note. Nothing. Yeah, no note. That is really And you have to have a parking pass to be in our parking lot. Well, now, other people can get in. I mean... Sometimes people do park here. They can, but our new guy who works here in the building, like, yeah, he's, he's pretty strict. He's on it. He's yeah. on it. He's pretty strict. If you don't have a pass, you're he'll, he'll part, tell like, you. He will tell you or like come up and confront you and you know, yeah. tell you to get out. So most likely, it's somebody. So uh, for anybody who doesn't know, we our studio is in Southeast Portland. We're in a pretty big building. There's probably I don't know sixty some businesses. Yeah, probably something like that. Mm. And 
there's only so many uh, parking spots, but there's probably enough for 30 cars. Say, I would yeah, say, I'd say there, between I here think, and the other side. I think everybody I'm in the building gets right like now. one parking pass. And one I don't to think, two or, yeah. Yeah, I think there are less parking spots than there are um, like rooms in the building. So it's kind of first come, first serve. So but, everyone kind of rushes for it. But this is leaving, I would guess about half the businesses here, though, don't drive at all. Mm-mm. They just they just commute Lots here. bicycles. So that's narrowing it down to about half of the businesses in this building. Mm-hmm. Could be the culprit, assuming it's somebody that was here. Okay, so my buddy, who my buddy Jay, who came and helped me fix something on my car, I, I showed him that hole, and he's like, oh, that's definitely someone who hit your bumper with their bumper, mm-hmm. and it hooked onto something, and kind of, uh, he's like, it was probably like something sharp in their bumper, uh, hooked onto... And he, he does repair for accidents. I mean, yes. he's, he's who repaired my truck. Yes. Like so I, he a, knows what he's talking about. Yeah, he does body work. He's, you know, worked in that industry where he's like, oh yeah, that's a bumper. Somebody hit you, like, with the edge of their bumper, puncturing yours, and then just kind of drove off. So I'm like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's and really hard cool. enough to move your car. Hard enough to move my car almost a foot. So you think it's somebody in this building. I do. And you're not sure who it is. So what what steps have you taken or what what do we know now? All right. Well, what I know as of now is I went, so I parked today. I, I drove mm-hmm. my car, which now has the hole in the bumper, which I'm still pissed about. It's not, it's not too big of a hole. It's probably like the size of a quarter, which is a pretty actually significant hole in a bumper. Well, it doesn't matter. It wasn't there before. It wasn't Somebody there did before it, so. my bump. Yeah, I've had my car for many years. It, it has never like had a big punctured hole in it. Yeah, so it's like scraped up. It was a black bumper. And so there's it's a there's hole a hole in, in your bumper. There's a hole in my bumper that's pun- that's punctured. There's a puncture in there, and then there's like a piece of my bumper from the inside, kind of sticking out from the uh, into the outside. Okay, through the hole, and it's about a quarter size. Yeah, about a quarter size. And it's being asked, did it scrape off any paint? It didn't. It seems like the uh, the rubber from their bumper scraped off the paint. Or, or the rubber came off on my paint. Okay. All right. So it just made a hole but rubbed the bumper okay. on there. All right. So um, so when I got to the studio today, I was looking around. I'm like, all right. And, and so when I was talking to Jay, he's like, it's probably, you're probably looking for like a van or a truck, somebody that kind Something of that's big enough to knock a whole car over. To knock, to push a car over. He's like, it's probably not going to be like a smaller car if it's big enough to puncture your car. Definitely and- wouldn't be a pickup truck. Better not have been a pickup <laughs> no, truck. I, no. I know you. No, I would never drive off after hitting something. I would be very upset at my, with myself, but I would always leave a note. Yeah. So I uh, so I was looking around the parking lot, and I'm like, all right, what kind of fits that description? And there are a couple. So I'm doing. I'm, I'm being sleuthy, Sarah. I'm mm-hmm. going around the parking lot, looking at the sleuthy Sarah. Doesn't sound as good as country pi. No, it it rhymes S- better. Sleuthy Sarah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I so I'm going around. I'm like, what? Okay, so I have to. I'm trying to find something that kind of fits the description that Jay was saying. It's like right, something big enough to move my car. Something that has a bumper. Um, you know, it could be a big truck, big van. And there there are a lot of people who park here daily. And so I went to look at the usual suspects. I'm going around looking at them. Like, all right, that bumper's mm-hmm. clear. Just because you recognize the cars. Because I recognize the, the cars. So I'm going around and I noticed this car from this. Uh, I would say one of the snootier businesses. Here in the building. Oh, we're besmirching businesses. We are besmirching. Okay. They are snootier. They, they aren't very nice whenever I talk to them. I don't um, know if you know. You're not going to know who I'm talking about yet, but I'll tell you. It's the the van. I, I know what that is. Yes. The van that's always in the parking lot. Um, so I'm going around okay. looking at the backs of all of these cars. And, of course, I'm not saying that this person That is it. a large van, I will say. So I'm going around looking at the backs of these cars, and I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, all right, so it was my back right bumper, which means somebody could have been backing up, and it probably been since our um, since there were a lot of parallel spots, like they could have backed up and ran into my bumper with the back 
left of their car. So I'm trying to assess this. So I see this giant van that's always parked in our parking lot. I'm like, hmm, that's a pretty big thing. And I'm pretty sure that would be able to move my, you know, 5,000 pound vehicle pretty easily. Go and look at the back of this van. Now, I don't know for sure. I don't think your car weighs 5,000 pounds. Well, I don't know how much a car yeah. weighs. It could weigh like a hundred. Is it 100,000? No, no, it's no, it's not 100,000. I'm going to guess your little Ford does not weigh 5,000 pounds. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. It, it yeah. was big enough to move it. Yes. So I see this van. I'm like, hmm, this is the one I haven't checked. Go around, look at the back of it, and it's missing a taillight. On the left oh. side, on its lower bumper. On its lower bumper, like they're the actual. It's missing a taillight. Oh, the bumper taillights. I don't think it's a taillight. No, it's like Uh, maybe a reflector. It's a reflector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the reflectors on the bumper is gone on its left side, and it has like a hole, an entire hole in the bumper where a reflector once was, which could have easily hooked onto my bumper. Then, so I did this thing where it was very technical, where I took my hand as a measurement and I took it because my car's kind of parked near theirs and I measured it I, I took where their bumper was where the hole was in there and I ran my hand across to where my car is it's an exact fucking fit it's exactly where that bumper is now okay if it knocked out a reflector was there any glass around your car no but I don't know if there was if the reflector was already gone and that hooked onto my car and punctured it because it looks like it could have hit it so hard that it shoved it punctured it because i think the reflector was already gone okay so that being said boy i'm gonna tell you it's pretty light evidence i mean that sounds it all sounds right because for a vehicle to be big enough to shove your car it need to be big that one is always here that wouldn't surprise me because I see them back in. They can barely fit in. They can barely fit in, and they're um, usually not driving very cautiously, and they're always like, sl- yeah, I, and who uh, knows. But how, are, okay. But I so don't know one, what to do because I have Okay, pictures. so what have you done so far? I took a lot of pictures of their bumper and of my bumper and of their uh, of their license plate. Okay, but what, do you know when it happened? Uh, sometime within, uh, sometime at the end of last week. Okay, that's probably not going to be enough time. Uh, you have to have like a specific time. You have no witnesses. It sounds, I mean, and I'm going to be honest, I mean, in, in this parking lot, knowing this parking lot, that does make sense. You know, it does make sense that it would be the one. Yeah. Um, however, it, I don't know if you've got enough there to where... Wait a second. Look at that. It does look like maybe there's a little white paint on the inside of that. Yeah, I don't... I don't think that's enough, to be honest. I mean, I and I agree with you. I think it probably is them. So what I need to ask is what should I do? Because I'm thinking, like, what would be the best approach to do this? Because I'm not sure what I need to do. I'm angry, and you know my penchant for writing notes when I feel like I've been wrong. So what have you done so... I mean, I guess you just discovered this, so you haven't... I mean, so, far, what, so what would your notes say? I actually didn't say anything to you about this before because I wanted to say it on the show to see what you and every and all of our friends in the chat thought that I should do. Because I don't know what to do. I I want to like post a note somewhere. I was maybe going to post one downstairs, but I don't know if I'm supposed to be nice or if I'm going to be like, hey, if you if I should be generalized, if I should be specific, like, hey, I know you hit my car. Confess, motherfucker. Like something like that, or should wait I say, and, and name the place? Not name the place. Well, that's what I'm, I'm like. Should I ask somebody like, "Hey, if you hit my car, can you please get a hold of me?" That would be the right thing to okay. do. If they didn't leave a note to begin with, they're not going to get a hold of you now. I really don't think 
The only excuse they could possibly say was, oh, I didn't have a pen and pad, but you're here five days a week. Yes. They would have plenty of opportunity to approach you. I'm sure they know who you are, who drives that car, or they would have a piece of paper at some point. I don't think that's going to work. I don't think you're going to be able to shame them to come forward. Right now, they think they've gotten away with it, and they have pretty much for right now. So I don't think they're going to all of a sudden have like a feeling of goodwill and and have a conscience and be like, you know what? You're right. It was me. I thought about not telling you, but I'm going to tell you now. Now they got to double down on it. Well, they're going to have to double down on the fact that it wasn't them. All right. Well, let me riddle me this. So I know this particular business and I know that there's a head honcho. There's the yeah. guy who's in charge and yes. he has minions. And I think the minions drive the van. So yes. Maybe. The head honcho is unaware that the minions. The head honcho seems nice. He does seem nice. Yeah, I've, I've, I mean, I've never extensively talked to him, but he. So I'm wondering if I go to talk to head honcho, if he would, if he would be more like okay with that. Like I could be like, hey, listen, you know, you've said I've worked here for years. You've seen my car. My car was somebody rammed into it. I'm noticing that in the back of your work van, you have a missing reflector that is the exact height of. My bumper that now has a hole in it. It's not going to be enough. I'm just telling you right now, as as frustrating and infuriating as it is, unless you knew exactly when it happened, could narrow it down like within an hour or something like that, and and had pictures of when it happened and your car being pushed over, I don't think, I I don't I don't I don't think they're going to go for it. I mean, and I don't know. I want them to. I'm just being 100% honest as someone who's gone through shitty things with cars before. If they want to deny it, I don't think you have any recourse. I don't think there's much you can do. But I don't think, like, if if this guy knows that we've worked in the building for this long, and if I'm saying, hey, listen, like, because my car wasn't working for a few days, though, I uh, clearly hadn't taken it from anywhere. It was here. But what do you want? What do you want out of the deal? I want them to fix my bumper. That's just the nice thing to do. It's the reasonable thing to do. I think that he should have to fix my bumper. Yeah. Because I, even though my car isn't very classy and it's, you know, kind of dirty, it's mine. And it, now it has a giant hole in the bumper that wasn't my fault. Yeah. And you're absolutely right. Mm. Um, I don't know. Boy, this is, I mean, it's a really tough one. Because if they didn't admit to it right off the bat and if it is one of his minions, his minions are never going to admit to no, it. No, of course they're not going to admit to it. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. But I mean, it just, it's, it was so there, like when I saw the van, I looked and sure as shit, it's missing a reflector on the bumper that's the exact size of the puncture hole in my bit, in my bumper. Like, yeah. I mean, that's not a coincidence. That's not a coincidence. Yeah. And their van is way too big to be parked in this parking lot anyway. Well, you're not going to get away with that. Well, I mean, that's fine. I'm not going to, I'm not saying like that's going to be, that's a rule, but I'm saying like where they, where they're choosing to park, I'm sure they picked one of the last parking spots which they couldn't maneuver out of and then rammed into my car. (sighs) Oof. I'd be curious what people have to say on what the recourse is on on something like this. And what should I do in the interim? Should I put a sign somewhere where like I know that they'll see it? Because since they're, I mean, you could try it. I mean, since their business, I mean, I don't like confrontation. I do feel wronged, and that's when I uh, feel most comfortable with confrontation. Then you'll no, nope, that's a lie. I feel most comfortable with confrontation when someone has wronged somebody I care about. Yeah. Second is when somebody has wronged me, and uh, I, 
I just don't. I, I think what I'm afraid of most is not getting my bumper fixed, but losing even more faith in humanity that someone's going to be an asshole to me because I'm confronting them about something they did to my property. Well, that's that's the and part that's of confrontation exactly, I know, that could and very that's much what happen. I know it's going to happen because I'm what, say something and they're going to be like, oh, and, and then we have to see that, see them every day, and, and oh. this is what I mean that by the, the most likely result of this is that they're going to double down on they didn't do it. Or the best thing I think that will happen would be, you know, you see the head honcho, you bring it up to him, he's like, okay, I'll ask my staff. You know, they were the ones driving it. See if anybody knows anything. No employee is going to admit to their boss, oh, yeah, I totally hit that car. I just didn't admit it to you till right now until somebody came and talked to you about it. Nobody's going to admit to it ever. Yeah. Like, no one will admit. They've already feel like they've gotten away with it. Uh... So I don't know if I should go talk to them in person. I mean, maybe put a face with the name, or should I, like, find their uh, business address? Or I, I mean, I know they're clearly their business address is here, but I mean, like, find an email address and write it that way. Nah, I'd say just go talk to them. Just say like, hey, this is kind of awkward. I mean, I'm good at being playing yeah. the humble card. I mean, not to say that I'm not, but I mean, I'm going to I wish we had a more specific time. We, we actually do, because now that I'm thinking about it, I remember when when it happened. It happened on Thursday. Like Because it happened last week on a Thursday, because that was when I talked to you about how I thought my car had been moved. Yeah. On that Friday morning, because when we were having, uh, uh, what's the, Steve uh, Ranazisi. Yeah. I remember asking you if you wanted if you had any gum and you said no and I remember I had some in my car and okay. that's when I went downstairs and I realized that my car had been pushed over and then I looked and there was the hole in the side. So it happened Thursday. So Thursday I saw it on Friday morning. Okay. Ooh. 15 just... So Thursday the 12th. Yikes. I don't know. I mean that guy seems <sighs> I don't know, man, but like I've never been in this situation and I, and whenever I've had, you know, whenever I've accidentally hit something, like I've left a note. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's just kind of shitty that it's only a specific amount of people. Like it has to be someone in our building, one of the people who shares this locked building with us who, cru- yeah. who, who crunched my bumper and then decided they're not going to say anything and get away with it. Well, I mean, you can bring it up and bring up the evidence that you have, which is not a lot pictures and then basically it's your word saying your car was moved Ooh, in the parking lot. This is actually a good point. So Suman says you're not accusing this the boss. This is in, uh, live chat. Funemploymentradio.com slash live. six ninety nine a month. First week is free. Subscribe at Fun Employment Radio. Please. Um, yes. uh, he said you're not accusing the boss. You're helping him if this guy if his guy had done this they might do worse in the future and damaged his van. That's true. If they're doing this kind of thing with this guy's name and his business name is very clearly marked on the side of the van. I mean, <sighs> it's just, I think there are people in life that leave, that's a, that's a very divisive thing in life. People who leave notes and people who do not. Well, you always leave a note. If you hit somebody's car, you leave a goddamn note. But, you know, there's people that don't. There's mm-hmm. people that don't. Um, yeah, so maybe what I'll do is I'll pull my, there's a spot next to him. I should, <gasps> that's what I should be doing is pulling my car right there and measuring up to see if that's exactly where it is because they're right next to each other. Yeah. Yeah, you could do that. That would let you know. Oh, that would let me know. Before you do anything. Well, yeah. I kind of want to go and move my car there now before somebody else takes that spot. All right, do you want to take a break while you go yep. do that? I ca- don't you think that makes sense? Okay, we'll Let's put on some music, be- 
uh, for live listeners. We'll we'll get to the bottom of this now in the great caper. The great, uh, well, it's not really a caper. I'm not sure what, what to call this. We'll have to come up with a good name. It's the great bumper caper? Mm, I wouldn't say a caper, though, because then, then we're pulling something off. Well, no, I don't. We're trying to pull, pull off justice, Greg. Bumper gate? Why do you put gate at the end of everything? Because you do. that's just what you do. That's it's just bumper what gate. you do. Bumper gate. It's just how you do it. Bumper gate 2015. All right, let's play some music. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Wait, do you have music? No, I thought you were. Oh, no, here, I, I can, no, I'll put some music No, on. I'm pulling up a timely song. I'm just waiting for the ad to get through. Oh, All gotcha. right, here we go. Okay. All right, Fun Employment Radio. Okay, we'll be back in a second after we get to the bottom of this and measure these things out. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, we are back. Inspection has been completed. Sleuthy Sarah's back. Sleuthy Sarah's back. Country PI took a look, too. And Uh, and we have differing opinions. Okay, so here's the deal. Sarah did back her car up bumper to bumper right up against, or or, or kind of side to side of the car that... Parallel. Parallel. There we go. There's a word. (laughs) um, That we thought maybe could have been the one that hit her car. And we've come to... Possibly two different conclusions. The country PI has come to one conclusion, and I've come to another. Well, my conclusion... Okay, do you want to say your conclusion first? I do. All right, so I did measure it up. Mm -hmm. And I do believe... Okay, upon further speculation, I was not correct at what part of the van hit my car. Now, I do believe that whoever drives this van might not be the best driver ever and had already knocked out their uh, reflector. Mm -hmm. But I did find a hooked piece of metal underneath the bumper, which was exactly the same height as Mm -hmm. my car where the hole is punctured. And I do believe that I think that that could have hooked into my bumper, pushed it six six inches to a foot, over and then dropped it and sped off. And this is where I disagree. Now, upon ex- inspection of it, maybe we should post a picture of your bumper on uh, on the website or something like that, I just so people can one. see. Yeah. I believe it was bumper to bunk- bumper action. It was a smaller car that was that fit your size because their bumper, know. the van's bumper, was too high, and the underneath part I don't think was enough to leave the mark on your car. I think it was a smaller car with someone who was speeding up too fast, backing up out of a spot. How would hit they your have punctured car, a hole though? Because if they hit it just right, they could break the they they broke your bumper. But I've they, been they like, snapped part of it. But it looked like something punctured it instead of snapped it. Like it's you not know, like they, a long. They crack. snapped underneath because you got the bat underside and the. Top side of your bumper, with my technical terms, as I just looked at it, it looks like you snapped it, and or they snapped it, and and just popped it. So part of the underside of the bumper is peep, you know peeking out now. They hit it hard enough. I believe this. Hmm. It's another car in the parking lot that did it. I think we have another is- culprit. Who but assumed a, but a the van would my be blamed? Wouldn't have been able to move a car. My size. you would be surprised. Yes, it would. Yes, you could move a car. You could you could move your car with it. That could happen if they were if they were backing up fast enough or driving straight. It doesn't even have to be a rear bumper. It could have been a front bumper. Well, here's the driving thing. through the parking lot. Here's clipped the yours, <sighs> popped it. Well, here's the thing. All right, so you have a so the country PR. It's being noted in the chat. This is a real bumper stumper. <laughs> it is a bumper stumper. <laughs> So the country PI says that he thinks it's a smaller car. I think there's another culprit here. I still think... No, do you think it's worth it to ask this business? Upon inspection of the evidence, I think they're going to come to the same conclusion that I did in that the bumpers don't match up 
and it couldn't have been them. All right, so let me That's ask what you this. Say. Let me ask you this. And by the scrape marks on your bumper, I would agree with them. All right, let me ask you this. So, since you don't think I should confront who I thought was the the bumper stuffer, did we check the front of the bumper? We didn't check the front of the bumper. Okay, well, that's something else to check before making final really decisions. Really, is a bumper stuffer. But I really, I, I also don't believe that's the case. Okay. I still think it's going to be too high. All right. Well, okay. That being said, mm-hmm. now can I put up a shame sign? Sure. All right. Now yeah, I can okay. put up a sign, but I don't know where they're not exactly going to admit it though. They won't. Maybe they will. Okay. No, there's what no was, way. What I was thinking is maybe I can put put a sign like when I park in the parking lot on my back window, like pointing toward my bumper, like if you hit my car. You should let me know because you're an asshole. Um, Love well, you could do that. That's just going to shame. That's going to shame someone. Or you could tell them leave. It's not going to make them. If you call them an asshole, they are absolutely never going to come forward. I don't think they're going to come forward anyway. Then do I do it like sweetly? Be like, oh hey, 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 sugar. Whoever decided, hey, sugar to, tits. Hey, yeah. sugar tits. Whoever decided to puncture my uh, bumper, it's all right. Mm-hmm. I just want to. I just want to see. I just want to see the whites of your eyes and, and say hello to you. Right. Buy you a coffee. Or I something want to like buy that. you a coffee for ruining my car. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna work. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work either. Um, you could just put a general note and say, "Hey, uh, looks like someone bumped my bumper. Please let me know who." Ah, they're never gonna come forward. They're never going to come forward. Maybe I should write to the building manager and have him send out something. <sighs> you know I like to take it to the extreme. I know, and I'm going... I'm Again, I, I appreciate that, too. I love justice, and I love finding these assholes who hit cars. You know, me of all people, I hate that shit when people get away with it. However, I mean, this person kind of committed the perfect crime. What do you mean they committed the perfect There's crime? There's no witnesses... There's too many cars here, and there's a lot of crappy cars, so you won't be able to necessarily match up a bumper That's, to bumper. Okay, I will just say there are a couple of, like really shitty cars out there, and some of them have. And they're like, all scraped up. They're all scraped up and have like paint on them, like uh, multiple colors of paint. Yeah, so they they're doing. Have... They're going around doing this all the time. Yours could have just been one of the victims, one of their many victims throughout the day. And they don't give a shit because you're not going to be able to shame them. You truly believe that it wasn't that van? I I honestly do. Yeah, you truly believe. I tr- I truly believe. There's one other thing I would check on it, but I truly believe it doesn't match up. Because I was actually, I was having some anxiety dreams up. this morning. I was thinking about confronting the um, the head honcho. Like, not confronting him. Just oh, like John him. and Boring. There you go. What? You can try this. Try for a witness. See, did anyone see someone hit my bumper, hit my car in the parking lot? I mean, it's possible. You know what? I you can pre- try it. Can I tell you? I've pretended to be a witness before. Wait, What? Did I talk about this on the show? No, and this sounds incredibly illegal. It I wasn't. No, 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 it is... wasn't illegal. But no. you just, wait a no, minute. I'm pretty sure everything you no, just said. No, it wasn't said... to the police. I didn't pretend to be a witness to something to the police. I pretended to be a witness <laughs> to something sure. that happened to somebody else. But also, I actually did it. Wait, what? Are you sure this is something you're supposed to admit? Yes, it was fine. All right, so this. That, remember that really grumpy guy that worked down the hall? I won't say who he is. Wait. D- yeah. Okay, he moved out like months ago. Did he? Oh yeah, and I saw him. Uh, I saw him at. Uh, Wait a minute, what are we getting into no, here? I, do I want to know anything about this? No, it's fine. It's not. It's nothing illegal. Okay. Which, by the way, I saw him at uh, Walgreens the other day, and he just. Uh, I was like, hi, and he just glared at me. I'm like, Paul, you're a dick. <laughs> yeah, I know. You never liked him. He was always fine to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, because when I say hi and someone glares at me, I'm, I tend to like them. Well, no, I, I yeah. understand. Okay, all right. No, so his. So one day I was coming in. It's another parking lot thing. Mm-hmm. One day, did I? I must have talked about this on the show. 
I don't know about that. Oh, and by the way, Suman says get a car alarm. I do have a car alarm, but my battery was dead, so that's why it didn't go off. It still wouldn't make any difference. It's not like they would stay around like, oh, shit, there's a car alarm. Well, I better wait here until the proper authorities arrive. No, so there was this one time. They're going to run off. All right, so this guy was, when I got to the studio, you know, parking, as we were talking about, is extremely hard to find. And somebody had pulled their like their like pickup truck along with a huge trailer, like one of those, you know, car, uh, like plywood on the bottom with the metal crates on it, and it was like full of stuff, and it was blocking like five parking spots. Okay, along the side of like where my car is parked now, uh-huh. it was just parked across them. That sucks. Yeah, like not in the so middle. So they couldn't. Of the none of them could get out. So no, no, no. It was parked in the parking yeah. spots. Yeah. So they wouldn't. Oh, gotcha. So nobody could park. Nobody there. could park there. I see what you so mean. So it, it, it like. Eliminated like six parking spots. Well, you can't of, do that. You cannot do that. It's a private parking lot. So, uh, so I'm pissed because I can't yeah. find a parking spot. So I, I call the tow truck company, and uh, and I'm just like, hey, there's somebody illegally blocking, um, you know, all the parking spots, and they're like, well, hot damn, we'll get down there as soon as we can because you know they're very excited about it. So I come upstairs and I notice grumpy guy on our floor. And he's uh, and he has some other dude with him, and they're packing up all this shit, and they're like hauling boxes downstairs, and I'm like, uh oh. And I looked at it, and his friend was just, his friend was like, he's like, oh, howdy there. I'm like, hey, and I'm like, oh, do you have the the truck down there with the trailer on it? And he's like, uh, oh, he's like, oh yeah, that's mine. I'm like, oh, I think I, I saw somebody calling the tow truck down there. You should probably <laughs> get that moved out of the way. And he got down there just as the tow truck came, and he was able to get it out. But you can't park like that. No, you can't. So I just pretended to be the witness witnessing the person that was calling the tow truck, but but really the person who was calling the tow truck was me. Gotcha. That's not illegal. Everything's fine with that. No, it's a little... Okay. I mean, I could have not said anything and let him get his car towed. Well, that's true. But then he made it human when I saw him. Yeah. Like, all right, I'm going to give you a chance. Well, I used to tell people straight up I was having their car towed when they would block my driveway at mm-hmm. my house. Well, I did. I told him he was ha- I was having oh, his car was being towed. I just didn't tell him that I was that the one you were the one. Oh no, when I would do it at my house because I had that church group that rented out the high school, and so they would p- block driveways for blocks and blocks around this school. And when they would block mine, I interrupted their church service and announced. Oh yeah, you've already said that. Oh, I'm going to tow your car. Yep. I was like, whoever's license plate is X7, whatever the license plate was, mm. I would yell it out at the back of the church. I'm like, your car's getting towed. And then I would storm out of the church. They probably prayed for me afterwards. I wonder what kind of note I could write to get people to empathize with my with my plight. Someone hit my bumper in the parking lot. I need your help. Uh, witnesses. I don't know. You just, just put something asking for witnesses. I said, can I get a witness? Yeah. Yeah. That's about all you can do. Okay. Say what your car is. Yeah. Or say, you know. Oh, my car is fixed now, minus the, the that's a tit for tat. I, my, my car runs just fine now because my wonderful friend Jay fixed it. However, uh, somebody crashed into it, so now there's a giant hole in the bumper. Yeah. I guess I'd rather have a working car with a hole in its bumper than a non-working car with a full bumper. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the end of the world with your car, but that definitely does, uh, you know, Man, there's some I aesthetics. Do, and I do have to say, going a little bit without my car, I do love my car. Yeah. I just, uh, I just gotta say it. Yep. There I it think is. maybe that's why I'm a little defensive because I, you know, wasn't able to drive her for a while. Yeah. And then I come back her? and she's been abused. Mm-hmm. Her name's Snowball. Wait, your car's name is Snowball? Mm-hmm. Has it always been named Snowball? Mm-hmm. I don't recall you ever saying that your car's name is Snowball. My last car, I had a gold Saturn, and her name was Champagne Supernova. Oh my god! Where does Snowball come from? Snowball. It's just your name. Where does Greg come from? I don't know. Kings. Yes, Greg comes Popes. from Kings. There's a lot of popes.
I'm King Greg. Oh, hello, my friends. How are you today? Greg, how are you today? Just doing spectacular? Yep. So good. Glad to hear it. Solid. 65%. (laughs) My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Now, Greg, you've been making fun of me all morning about this. I have been very excited about it. There has been some breaking news that came out today, which a lot of people, including myself, have been very excited about. Um, If I can get this. Carly Simon has finally come out saying that indeed part of her song, You're So Vain, is about Warren Beatty. Did you hear that? I can still hit the... It's kind of. It's close. I mean, did people already know that? I I mean, people have always speculated. They either thought it was Warren Beatty or Mick Jagger or... Yeah, Mick Jagger I knew. uh, James Taylor. There have been like a bunch of people named. However, I have always thought it was Warren Beatty. And lo and behold... Well, she has a new memoir coming out, which is just... It's crazy timing. Are you saying that you called it? I'm just saying what I always (laughs) believed to be true was true. I was kind of excited about that. So, Greg, I don't know if you're aware of this, but for years, music and pop culture fans alike have tried to figure out who Carly Simon's song, You're So Vain, is really about. Now, she's always given some cryptic clues, although she's never fully admitted to who it's about. But, however, in in a recent interview with People Magazine, she finally does say... That the second verse is about Warren Beatty. This one. I I love this song so much. I loved this song so much when I was younger. I want this, the clouds in my coffee. I was going to get a what tattoo of a, a coffee cup. Somebody said, yeah, didn't she it? auction it off? She did. She auctioned it off in 2003 for $50,000, which she donated to charity, where she told one person who the song was actually about. And they had to sign a non-disclosure. If they would have revealed it to anybody, they would have like had to pay millions of dollars. So that happened in 2003. However, now she has a new memoir going out again. Really crazy timing. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I will totally read her memoir. She's had a fascinating life. I mean, married to James Taylor. Um, she's just... Yeah, I, I, honestly, I know this song by her, but I don't really know what else Carly Simon sings mm. or or did or... Well, I know. I didn't assume that you would know what Carly Simon sang. So uh, Simon also went on to say that uh, nobody else on the track, it, it's not about Mick Jagger, James Taylor, or Cat Stevens, whom she had lots of... Rela- she had lots of relations. Yeah, look Carly. at Carly. Wait, who else? James Taylor, Cat Stevens, Mick Jagger. That's who she said it wasn't about. She said that. um, She was having a good time. Carly Simon had an excellent time. I mean, more power to her, but. She sure did. Wow. Yeah, so she. The only thing that she said about uh, the other two people. Which, by the way, let me tell you my conspiracy theory. Oh, boy. I don't think that there are two other people. I think that she just doesn't want to seem creepy. And she doesn't want to say, like, I wrote this entire song about Warren Beatty because he dumped me. Like, I think that she's probably trying to say, like... She's trying to, trying to cover it up, trying I to save some face. I think the whole thing's about Warren Beatty. So she's saying only one verse is about Warren she's Beatty? She's saying that there are three verses, one of which is about Warren Beatty. So the other two about other people. But I think that she's just trying to save some face. Wait, so she's only partially revealed. 
And Warren Beatty was notorious, uh, you know, to be fooling around with his friends' uh, wives and girlfriends and such. Yeah, I heard he was a real kind of jackass to be yeah. friends with. I'm saying, I think, what well, I think the whole song is all about Warren Beatty, and I think that she's just saying that other people are involved because she's like, don't, don't think I'm creepy, Warren. Okay, all right. I know we had an affair for two weeks, but uh, and I made a career based on the song I wrote about you, but I swear it's about other people too. No big deal. All right. Is Warren Beatty still alive? Warren is that a fair Beatty question? is still alive. Okay, that's a fair question. That is a fair question. I mean, he's 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 a, he's up there a little bit, but uh, yeah, he's very much alive, still married to Annette Benning. Oh, he's not as old as I thought. I no. thought he was older than. Oh, never mind. I thought he was like nineties. God no. He's only seventy. He's not like Fred Astaire or something. God, he's Warren oh, Beatty. No. He's always he. I mean, I just remember him from mainly. I got to know who he was from uh, Dick Tracy, and he was already kind of old then. He was not old in Dick Tracy. Kind of. He was handsome in Dick Tracy. I don't know. Maybe he just seemed old to me. Maybe you were just jealous. Well, I guess he Warren. wasn't that old in Dick Tracy. He was not that old. Was he? Well, like thirty. No, he was older most? than that. Thirty-four. No, he was uh, fifty. In, Three. In Dick he Tracy? was 53. Yes. No, he was not. Yes, he was. Damn, he looked good for... In I mean, 1990, Betty produced, directed, and played the title role as comic strip-based Detective Dick Tracy. That was 1990. He so was he's born 88? in 37. How old is he? 88? I did, did I do my math wrong? Well, so he's 78. He was, he's 78. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it. The song is about Warren Beatty. What? No. Uh, Greg, I know how much you like to take selfies. Shirley McLean's his sister? What? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I'm learning about Warren Beatty talk here on Flavor Radio. Red Dog Warren Beatty. Playboy Warren Beatty. Oh, another person that it was speculated that... uh, the song was written about was Chris Christopherson, who was good lord, Carly. Something. What'd she look like back in the day? Is she just, was gorgeous. Yeah. And now, see, this is the only way I mean, you get Greg's attention. Is like now, once I say Chris Christopherson, he's like, "What the fuck did she look like?" Well, no, I just mean Chris Christopherson. Let me just say, ladies and gentlemen, who uh, or anybody who appreciates uh, Carly, a handsome, Carly Simon was a good-looking lady, a good-looking motherfucker. Chris Christopherson in A Star Is Born is as hot as they come. Oh my god. Right. Like, do yourselves a favor and watch that movie. It's great. It has do Barbara. Do yourselves a favor. Do yourselves has a favor. It has got Barbara Chris. in it. It's got some Chris in it. It's real good. Oh, do yourself a favor. Oh, I hope that Carly Simon got Chris Christopherson during the A Star Is Born era because that's a lucky lady. Sure, you'll find out in her uh, memoir. Yes. All right. Out of New Delhi, it's now coming out that postal customers are actually getting the capability of putting... Their own selfies on postage stamps. Wait, where? In uh, in India, which you can actually take pictures of yourselves uh, of yourself to actually put on postage where you can wow. mail things. I know you'd want a, a stamp of yourself. Yes, I would make a stamp yes, of myself. I know of course, you would. I would. Well, the Indian Department of Post has announced that residents will soon be able to send mail featuring their own faces with stamps made from their own selfies. So this is uh, called the My Stamp, which is expected to be roll out by, uh, rolled out by the end of the year. Will allow customers to use pictures of themselves on a sheet of twelve stamps, and they can have uh, their pictures. They can either bring in their own pictures or have their pictures taken inside the post office, which of course 
everybody looks so glamorous inside of the post office. I'm sure you're going to opt for that one. So uh, in order to get your to get your own stamps with your face on them, uh, it's going to cost four fifty, and then you have to pay the price for the individual stamps as well. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. I kind of want stamps with my face on them. Can you do it online? Can we order India stamps from here? I don't. I I'm not sure. I'm not sure about India. We'll find out about that. Okay. Um, and I do have one final story. Sorry, I, got, I didn't realize how much time I spent on Carly Simon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I knew. This one just made me laugh. And, of course, it's uh, out of Florida with trees here in Oregon. Oregon. Out of West Lynn, Oregon, to be more specific. A 23-year-old man has been arrested after capping off his night of heavily drinking by breaking into a stranger's chicken coop and cuddling with their chickens. Cuddling with the chickens? Which can give you salmonella. We've learned that. Yeah, you, don't you don't kiss the chickens. Don't kiss the damn chickens. Don't kiss the chickens. No. Well, according to a news release, uh, uh, West Lynn listeners out there, uh, officers responded to a home in the 2100 block of Willamette Drive in West Lynn for a prowler call. There they found 23-year-old Jordan Fincher curled up in one of the nesting rooms of the homeowner's backyard chicken coop. He told police that he wanted to, quote, keep the chickens warm, what? and he'd been drinking Jaeger bombs all night. <laughs> I've been drinking Jaeger bombs. These chickens are cold, man. I think that's very sweet. It was a cold These chickens night. are real cold. It can get cold outside, and, you know, he's probably worried about the chickens' well-being. Well, uh, the property owners were not worried about Jordan Fincher's well-being, and now he's facing burglary, trespass, and criminal mischief charges. Oh, that's an awful lot. Did he hurt anything? Did he no, hurt the he chickens? Just, he just hugged the chickens. Did he damage some stuff? He didn't. He just broke into. He just went into the, ki- to the chicken coop to go and sleep with them. I mean, people are weird about their chickens, though. Well, I know. Obviously, he did break and enter, but at the same time, that's a lot of charges. This guy's whole life's going to be ruined because he because he drank, drank Jaeger bombs and drunk. Lean. <laughs> you shouldn't do that. But I think the public shame should be enough. Yeah. I mean, come on. Hey, are you that Jordan Fincher that got caught drinking Jaeger bombs? He's going to have to deal with chickens? that forever. I'd say just drop the charges. Yeah. You know, it's already out there. I don't think he needs to go to jail for this. Chris Walsh in the chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live says, Keep the chickens warm would be the worst country song ever. <laughs> that is a great. You need to write a keep the chickens warm. Write a country on courage this cold, song. cold, cold night. Ranking Jaeger bombs with my friends. Yeah, something like that. You stopped before the last Time ride. Time not to get into a fight. So it's got to be fight. It's got to rhyme with night. Uh, That's going to be real tough. There aren't yeah. any words that rhyme with that. I know. Light night. i got to think about his saga. What led him to keep the chickens warm? Okay. Keep Guess the I'll just warm. keep the chickens warm on uh. this cold, cold night. Hey, well, keep the chickens warm. And he's going to put a fight up for those chickens. No. <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Lost it. Oh, I could keep going. At least I try to rhyme. That's a world of crazy. No, that's the whole thing. It's like everything builds back up to, because I'll just keep the chickens warm on this cold, cold night. Don't, don't repeat cold, cold night. That's no, lazy. Yeah, no, you repeat cold, cold night, because it's a ballad about how he's... You know, out there, his whole thing is, you know, he's got this sad saga of a story. Cold and windy night. Cold and windy night. 
It has two No, you don't need windy. Too. You don't need windy in there. You no, just a cold, cold, cold night. Well, you don't, when you the do cold, emphasis, cold night. The it's emphasis. Cold and windy night. No, the emphasis on is on keeping the chickens warm because he's doing something well. That's that's the emphasis. Not the not the not the night. <laughs> no, it's got to be cold, cold night. Not the Jaeger bombs. Jaeger bombs are part of the story. Okay. That's part of the story. I mean, story. they're the best part of any country. There's though. a whole tale of how we got to the chicken coop in the first place. That's That could be your country uh, your country courage song. You know what you should call it? I'll just no, no, keep no. the chickens Not warm. that. I have a better title for it. Are you ready? What? It's catchy. I can see a whole bunch of douchey con- like new country people singing this. It's going to be called Jaeger bombed. <laughs> no, no. Jaeger bombed. And no, that doesn't sound like be, a country song. Yes, it does. No, it would be like, and you know, and the Jaeger like caught up to you, hit you a little too hard, so you had to keep the chickens warm. No, 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 no. It's got that's that's, that's the wrong kind of ballad. That's, that's about a, that's a party country song. Yeah, it's not a party country song. This is a sad saga country song. Nobody wants to hear a sad song about you hugging a sad chicken. No, it's like this guy's life. He's out there, he's living life to the full, but you know, sometimes things just get you down. That's why I'll just keep the chickens warm on this cold, cold night. You know, and then you go back into that. That's how it's got to be. You're going to need more than one. Well, I'll have more than one. I just, ke- we, we just came up with it right now. Okay. I'll come up with a whole verse for it. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. All right, I'll do it. Okay. Keep the chickens warm. Making a note to myself right now, live time, on this cold, cold night. Bam. Wow. We'll have that. You know, I was thinking about with the, uh, I'll, I'll come up with lyrics. It may not be by the end of this show, but it may, it may be next show, but I'll have something for it. Uh, I was thinking about with the My Stamps thing, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I do want pictures of myself on there, but I would uh, probably not take the picture myself. Yeah, you're not good at taking pictures of yourself. No. You know who is good at taking pictures, though? Who? D. Leonidas Photography. Well, my goodness. David is quite the talented man. They are fantastic. Uh, D. Leonidas Photography is a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. In case uh, anybody didn't know, you can go to funemploymentradio.com. There's a link right on our website. Here's the fantastic thing about them. They've come up with a Fun Employment Radio special. Hell yeah. A Fun Employment Radio portrait special. So go to our website right now. Get on, get on your phone. Get on your mobile device. Get on your iPads or your little, uh, maybe, your maybe you're at home, your tablets. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're at your home on your smart TVs. You can probably go to our website on your smart TV. Go on to, your Chromecast. On your Chromecast. That's the way you can do that. On your Windows machine. On your, on your Fire Stick. Yeah, if you're running, uh, no, not on a Fire Stick. I don't think you can do it there. Oh. Uh, if, you're, if you're, you know, running Linux or Apple or, um, or Windows, you can use all of those services. Go to our website, funemploymentradio.com. Click on the D. Leonidas photography link right there and check out the special. It is awesome. It's such a good deal. It's sixty nine dollars for for an hour photo shoot, an hour, an hour photo shoot of whatever you want. You get two. Oh, uh, you get four. Excuse me, four high resolution retouched digital images and two wardrobe changes. And two wardrobe changes. And let me just tell you this: it doesn't have to be. A lot of people think they need to get pictures done because it's some thing like, oh, I'm getting their engagement pictures, or I'm knocked up, or whatever. You I don't think people them- do, is that what people do? They go like take knocked up pictures. Yeah, they do. Pregnancy pictures. What are you taking a picture of? Of like the like the. I guy mean, I'm not sta- blaming it. I I mean, that's awesome no, if you want to like do that. The guy standing behind like whoever's pregnant, and then like their hands on their stomach, and be like, "We're expecting." Oh, is that what and people do? And then if do? they have like another kid, like the kid will usually be wearing like, "I'm gonna be a big sister" or whatever. Oh, you can get pictures like. But I'm saying, you know what? You don't need to have something like that. You know what you should do? 
Treat yourself. Also, you, you might listen you to deserve. their suggestions on maybe better ways to do than I don't know. Maybe they have better better. I ideas. was just saying you don't need an excuse. You know what? You need some. Good you don't need picture. to be knocked up to get a picture. No, get a picture of yourself. Treat yourself. Like you need to. You do you. Absolutely. Some, everyone wants a nice picture of themselves. I think we need to start thinking about our holiday party, our yeah. holiday Christmas card. Yep. Yes. Yep. We do. Either way. Delionitis Photography. They are awesome. And honestly, whatever you're looking for pictures for, definitely check them out because they are fantastic at it. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on their link right there on our page. It's there with all of the advertisers. They are wonderful. Check out the special and order one. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. That's it. That's it. Um, Do some ball talk. Saldos keep. All right, so we got a potpourri of balls. There's actually a little bit going on at Ball Talk. A little going on today. It's kind of all over the place, though. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Uh, First up, I'm just going to acknowledge this because I know we have a lot of international listeners. And I don't really know who this person is, but I understand by the outpouring of uh, messages in the sports world. Uh, New Zealand rugby union great Jonah Lomu has passed away at age 40. Oh. So I wanted to acknowledge that. I'm taking a look at, at some of the stuff he did. I guess he was quite an amazing person and, and did a lot for the sport of rugby. And uh, he passed away. So just acknowledging that for international listeners or mm. people who are fans of rugby. Uh, that, uh, sorry sorry for your loss. Uh, moving on to ball talk. We've got this couple of different things. We've got... Uh, Go go to this. Uh, Kevin McHale. Kevin McHale, head coach of the Houston Rockets, former Boston Celtics great, Hall of Famer. He was just fired by the Houston Rockets 11 games into the season. Uh-oh. That was the same Houston team that the Blazers uh, played two years ago and knocked out. And then last year they went to the Western Conference Finals. This year they are 4-7. and seven. They just had a team meeting. And that's that's always weird when it's a play or a players-only meeting. Where they exclude the coaches and say, hey, you guys, we're sucking. Why are we sucking so bad? This isn't working. And they had that, and then management decided that, well, Kevin McHale doesn't need to be here anymore. (laughs) So he has been let go in Houston. Bye-bye. And also in Houston, we've got this. We've got a big, huge rivalry, a some beef if you will, happening in the NFL right now. Let me explain. Let me say what it is. So the Houston Rockets beat the Cincinnati Bengals in NFL football a couple of nights ago. And the Bengals had been undefeated. This was their first loss. Okay, big deal. Mm. So I think they're like 7-1 now or something like that. And J.J. Watt is one of the stars of the Houston Texans. He's kind of one of the main faces of the NFL right the now. The Houston Texans. Yeah, J.J. Watt's on a ton of commercials. He, you'll, you'll know who he is now when you see him. He's a giant man. And Andy Dalton is the quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. And so Andy Dalton is also a ginger. He has red hair. And so his nickname is The Red Rifle. He's a quarterback and he has red hair, so he's got a throwing things. He's the red rifle. Andy Dalton. J.J. Watt, in a post-game conference, said that our goal was to come in here and make the red rifle look like a Red Rider BB gun, and I think we did that. Hmm. 
It's kind of funny. When you said Red Rifle, all I could think of was Red Rider. <laughs> yeah, he said uh, our goal was to come in here and make the Red Rifle look like a Red Rider BB gun, and I think we did that. Pretty innocuous smack talk. I mean, that's kind of... Nipples in the jet says, a Red Rifle sounds like the nickname for his dong. <laughs> I, I, it totally I'm, does. I, I don't know, yeah. Hey, ladies, Red Rifle number one or number two? Well, let me just say this. Andy Dalton's a bit of a crybaby. So after this was in the, Andy Dalton was talking to, you know, doing his press conference about their loss. And he was told that J.J. Watt called him a Red Rider BB gun instead of a Red Rifle. And Andy Dalton's reply was, there's a lot of kids and a lot of people who look up to him. For him to make comments like that, he's showing that's acceptable to do that kind of stuff, to say that kind of stuff. It's disappointing for one of the best players in the league to come out and say something like that. That's all I'm going to say about that. I think J.J. is a good player, but for him to be one of the best in this league and to show that integrity, to show that type of, it shows what he's about, which is disappointing. Dude, you should have just not even acknowledged it. I'm a baby. Yeah, I know. He called you a BB gun instead of a rifle. I'm a red rifle. I'm not a red BB gun. That's silly. <laughs> what will the kids think? There's a lot of kids out there. Alright, so anyway, there we go. That's the big that's the big beef. That's the big dispute that's happening in the NFL. Big fight happening. Yeah, of course. It's How dare a man penis fight. I'm a rifle. Moving on to Baltuck. Ronda Rousey has been banned, suspended from the UFC for 180 days. She cannot fight, and there's no, not like there was any fights planned, were any fights planned. Uh, but For she, half a year? Because she was hit so badly. She's on medical suspension. Oh, boy. Uh, allegedly, after her fight in which uh, Holly Holm beat her, uh, knock, you know, knocked her out, took her title. Uh, supposedly, she had to go to the hospital and have plastic surgery. She got hit that hard in the face. So I don't know. Uh, these are just kind of rumors because she hasn't come out and said anything. She, the only pictures that have come of her of her going through the L.A. airport and she's got her face covered. Oh, she's probably having a rough time of it right now. I would think so. And she, but she is on six month medical suspension. From playing in the league, or from from fighting, there's speculation that she may never fight again. Anyway, that she's Yikes. just gonna not fight, just decide not to. So there we go. Uh, she was on top of the world for a while there. Yeah, yeah. I think did I say Holly Holmes? It's Holly Holm. I'm sorry if I got that wrong. Anyway, moving on to ball talk. Sarah, you did bring up uh, what a red rifle could refer to. A dong. It's possible. Here's here's something that happened in all dong news. This was in Spain where an assistant referee was viciously attacked with a penis. So there were... What? Yep. Well, so a disgruntled crowd member was mad about a call and I guess ran out onto the pitch in this soccer game in southern, in southern Spain and brought out his penis and tried to slap the ref with it. Yeah, that's not good. No. Tried to slap the ref with his penis. And one of the other refs immediately recognized who the guy was. Apparently the guy that was doing it, the man who was running out from the stands, 
played in it was in the same league. He was a player from a team that a third team that wasn't playing that day that just decided to run out onto the field and wow. try to slap a ref with his penis. He has been suspended from the league. I would imagine. Moving on to ball talk. This would suck for anybody who's ever run in any kind of event, which Sarah and I, you know, we've run hood to coast, we've run 10Ks, 15Ks, all that stuff. 15K Shamrock Run, which was the biggest mistake. Coming up. Coming up soon. Oh, yeah. Have fun with that. That's I'm not doing that again. I'm going to do it. Probably. We'll see. Uh, this, Remember when you threw up after the last time you did that? Um. Oh, yeah. I did throw up. You yeah. did throw up. Yeah. Yep. That was awful. I also had my let, knee like go out in the middle of it. Yep. That knee still isn't right, by the way. When but, I stand up on that knee, it sure, still Greg, fucking hurts. You should hurts. totally do it again. Vomiting, I did and do breaking body parts. Some still off on I it. I think you should totally. Die. I think that's a good decision. Yeah, it's collapsed on me a couple of times. Oh, now that I'm thinking about that. Hmm, well, maybe not. Anyway, this would be the worst. Like when you're running one of those things, you pace it out. You know how far you have to go. You're always hoping this is going to be the last mile. This will be the last mile. Well, Bangkok has a half marathon. And what happened on their half marathon on Sunday was the they messed up the course and they accidentally took it from 13 miles to 17 miles because somebody screwed up the course. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, the vice president of the association that puts it on said uh, the association apologized for... Apologizes for the mistake. It will not happen again in the future. They had them run four extra miles, which let me say, if you're, I've never run a half marathon. That's way further than I've ever run. I mean, I, the most we did was about 10. If you're running those 13 miles, four extra miles is a lot of miles. That's a lot of extra time that you have to run. So that's miserable. That's, that's pretty horrible. So there is that that happened. Um, let's see. I'll just go to this final store here in Baltock. And there are fans here in the Northwest who may not want to hear this story. Uh-oh. Has to do with the Seattle Seahawks. Ah. And an article that has just come out in the New York Post. I'm going to I'm going to read the title of the article and then I'll explain. Friction, greed, and Sierra: The Glaring Decline of the Seahawks. <laughs> The thing, the most, the awful and the wonderful thing about the New York Post is that they never pull any punches. They do not pull punches. They are just, they're just crass and they just kind of, bl- they're blurt. They're blurt news. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. They're just like, oh, what could get most attention right now? But then yeah. some of the articles are really well written. Yeah. But well, they do have the attention grabbing like pictures and headlines. Well, the that is this one. Of the Friction, greed, and Sierra. The glaring decline of the Seahawks. Now, Sierra obviously references who Russell Wilson, quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks, his girlfriend. And this this article is pretty amazing. So when the Seahawks lost, I believe it was this last weekend, so they're four and five right now. They lost to the Cardinals 39 to 32 on Sunday. Um Marshawn Lynch's Marshawn Lynch, the running back of the Seattle Seahawks, his agent posted something on Twitter and then quickly deleted it and just posted at Danger Russ Wilson that's uh, Russell Wilson's Twitter handle pull your head out of your dot 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 <laughs> it got retweeted 32 times before before he took it back down still 
Before management was okay. <laughs> well, Before management was alerted to the fact that he wrote something like that. Yeah, probably. So he's Marshawn Lynch's agent posting that. Um, and then the, the rest of the stuff goes on talking about just the, the collapse of their defense, the collapse of their offense, and Russell. the effect Sierra has had on Russell Wilson. He's not focused. He did go on vacation, like on their on their bye week, taking taking basically glamour shots with Sierra. I saw that with him, like gallivanting on the beach. Yeah, it's like, dude, your team is not doing well. You probably shouldn't post. You don't need to post those. You know, you don't need to do that. Kind of so doesn't the, give like a so team first like- attitude. Like I'm trying to fix the mistakes. I mean, clearly, if like you know, even people's agents are writing to him, then it's not. Just one person that's thinking he's. That means probably Marshawn Lynch is talking to his agent about it. Exactly. Yeah, which it's going to turn into a whole lot of drama. But there we go. There are going to be lots of sad Seahawks fans. Yep. That is happening right now in the NFL. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Want to keep the chickens warm Greg, on this cold, cold night. For the love of God. We need to, uh, going back to talking about pictures, we really should do holiday pictures this year. Yeah, I think so too. We should talk to David and get some of those done. Yep, yep. Let's get a Fun Employment Radio portrait special. Because, uh, yeah, we, what would we do? We, gotta we haven't think done about how pictures we're pose. in a long time. I know. Well, I, oh my gosh, I just remembered it's my favorite time of the year, Greg. Do you know what time of the year it is? No. It's time for me to bring my Christmas tree back into the green oh, room. Oh, God damn it. Oh, my God. It's only been out of there for a couple months. It's not time. It's not even Thanksgiving right, yet. Well, next week, next uh, next week, it'll be time to bring it back. No. Oh, my what? God. Well, I guess it'll be the week after no. because it's, we'll be out of town for Thanksgiving. But the following week, oh, yes. I'm going to be making my proud return to the studio. Mm. with, And that's when we change the green room. Uh uh, it's not radio thing to Christmas music. Uh, Christmas in the Northwest. I'll play no. it. Play it every day for you guys because no. I know how much you love it. I hate that song so much. It's just a magical song. I hate Christmas in the Northwest. That song is the worst Christmas song that has ever been created in the history of time. In the history of the universe. That isn't. You're just so dramatic. Maybe not the worst, but it's up there. It's the worst Christmas song that has ever been written about Christmas in the Northwest. It's the only song that's been written. And, and it's the so worst. That means that's it's the worst sad. and the best. That's what it is. Surely there's another Christmas song about the Northwest out there. Maybe somewhere. Maybe this year's the year that there will be one that can surpass. Maybe that can go on my new album, along with Keep the Chickens Warm. <laughs> Shout out to also- Chris, Chris Walsh for the idea for that. You should also do one called the, the Donkey Screamed and the Children Cried. Donkey Screamed and, and the, the Children, children cried. cried. That's an old school reference. <laughs> Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. Um, I just want to say this. We appreciate your support, whether it's listening to our show and sharing our show online, or if you are able to subscribe. Uh, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. We're adding more and more stuff into the archive because I know some people say, you know, I'm, they, they want to support, but they can't listen live. Even though we do have 24 hours of streaming content on the network and other shows. Um, totally understand if you can't listen live. We're starting to add more stuff into the archive. So if you are already a member, take a look at that. We're, we're going to build that up. Uh, right now, and we might be changing some things up. So just some things could be changing. 
but we really, really appreciate uh, all of you who are able to uh, subscribe for the six ninety nine a month. Um, it uh, it goes a long ways, and thank you to to some of our new subscribers that have just kind of signed on for that. It, you know, not, not to get too mu- too far into it, but it does make a tremendous difference for us. So we appreciate it. Uh, otherwise, thank you for listening to the show anyway, and uh, definitely please share the show or do whatever. Keep on listening. Keep on keeping on. Yep. Because that's what we're doing. And we'll try. Yep. (laughs) Uh, All right. Thank you so much, everyone. You are all fantastic. Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Geek in the City. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. (laughs) Oh, new time, 6 p.m. for them. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.